Hey y'all, what's up? I'm Simone Rose, and you're listening to another episode of the Notebooks and Coffee podcast, where we talk about real life and your mental health. As you know, I'm not a licensed therapist, but each week I get on here and I share stories with you all journeying my mental health in hopes that it encourages at least one of you to share yours. That being said, grab your cups, let's talk about it. This week I wanted to talk about codependency. And I wanted to talk about codependency because it is something that a lot of people tend to misconstrue, not fully understand. Um, Some of us are not really aware that we are codependent on another being. So I wanted to touch on it a little bit. And by me talking about it, um, it will... It'll tell itself, telling itself, in essence, how it affects your mental health, your mental well-being. Um, Me, personally, I haven't experienced codependency firsthand. I'll say I haven't experienced codependency firsthand at 100%. There are some aspects, um, as I share with you all, that... You may feel like, oh, you know, that's been me or that hasn't been me, so it doesn't necessarily apply. However, for me, there are certain aspects of codependency that I relate to or have related to. And I'm sure a lot of us have and just don't realize it or choose not to admit it, but codependency is an emotional and behavioral condition that affects individuals' ability to have a healthy, mutually satisfying relationship. It's also known as relationship addiction or serial monogamy. And if you don't know what a serial monogamous is, it is somebody that always feels the need to be in a relationship. They hop from relationship to relationship without taking a break, without necessarily healing from whatever it was that ended their previous relationship, um, without taking time for themselves. It's Monday, they break up. Tuesday or Wednesday, they're in another relationship. Serial monogamous. Codependency is also a learned behavior. Um, It typically stems from past behavioral or emotional struggles. By that I mean abusive parents, um, whether it is verbal abuse. You know, some of us come from homes where our parents didn't necessarily grow up on love or being loved properly. So, unbeknownst to them, they tend to release that onto their children, um, which in turn can come off abusive by, you know, saying mean things or um, in some cases like just screaming and yelling at your children 
physical abuse, of course, you know, the excessive beatings, um, I guess you could say, like snatching your kids up, the more, but more so beatings, and by beatings, not necessarily with a belt. Um, you can be physically abused with a belt, but I'm talking about those parents that will literally pick up any and every object they can to hit you with, or beating you with their fist until you are bruised or you are bleeding. Um, also alcoholic parents, parents that drink to numb whatever pain or situations that they're dealing with. Um, and in terms, they, they tend to lash out at their kids or become very distant from their kids or very absent because of alcoholism. So growing up with either of these type of parents, it can affect you in terms of whether or not you grow up to be codependent, like always needing to be liked by somebody um, for fear of being treated badly, in essence. Codependent relationships are not just romantic relations, relationships either. I know we tend to equate relationships with being romantic with someone, but there are different types of relationships. It can be a relationship between your friends, your relationship with your family members, or in fact, a romantic relationship. All three can include some type of emotional or physical abuse. And a person who is codependent will often make their life about pleasing the other party. So what I mean by make their life about pleasing the other party, whether you're in a relationship, whether it's a relationship with your friends, like strictly platonic, whether it is a family relationship, a person who is codependent tends to sacrifice their self-esteem or self-worth for someone else. And it's not intentional. It becomes second nature to those who've experienced the type of traumas or behaviors that I had mentioned um, before. And because it's so unintentional, as a codependent, you find yourself giving more than what you receive and accepting the fact that you're giving more than you receive on a regular. I understand that sometimes in any relationship, friendship, 
romantic family you you it's give and take however when you find yourself giving more of you and sacrificing who you are as a person when i say sacrificing who you are as a person i mean you're literally hiding who you are as a person or who you truly are as a person to please the other party being codependent affects your self-esteem to the point where if you're not liked or you feel like you're not liked by this other person or other parties you kind of go down this this deep dark hole in a sense not necessarily dark to where you are having thoughts that you shouldn't be having although i've seen it that's not what i'm talking about is it you you're going down a rabbit hole in which you you're already lost but you're continuing to lose more of yourself because you're so codependent on what this other person thinks or what they're going to feel versus what it is you're feeling or what makes you happy. And family and friends tend to recognize it. Um, Family, friends, and I'll say romantic partners, because we've been talking about that. They tend to recognize codependency as not loving yourself. And I don't think that's necessarily true. And I'll tell you why. Um, For me, I am very much a people pleaser. So I tend to want to make other people happy. There have been times where I've sacrificed my happiness for the sake of somebody else's. There have been times where I didn't share certain things in order to protect other people. And I've done my research on this topic, and that technically is a form of codependency um, because I was, one, sacrificing things that I would do for myself, for someone else, but I was also more worried about the other person involved and how they would be affected or what they would feel if I moved a certain way. But to me, codependency doesn't really say that you don't love yourself. I think that's kind of harsh to tell somebody that they don't love themselves um, because they choose to make other people happy or they tend to stay in relationships, you know, seeing the greater good versus 
all the negative. I think it's really harsh to tell somebody that they don't love themselves without necessarily knowing that person and then also knowing that person's history. Now, granted, you can be codependent and not love yourself at all, but I think the stigma that everyone is codependent doesn't love themselves is a little harsh. And again, this is just my personal personal opinion. You may feel differently, and that's perfectly fine. But the symptoms that I have looked into don't necessarily equate to not loving yourself. I can see where they relate to being codependent. Um, And they are low self-esteem, dysfunctional family dynamics, depression, anxiety. And I touched on depression before. I didn't did an episode. It was a quick episode about depression. Um, I actually want to do another and kind of go a little bit deeper because that episode seems to have hit a lot of folks differently. Um, and I, for some reason, that seems to be one that that sticks with you guys the most. Um, so I feel like I will go back to that eventually. But um, anxiety, stress, difficulty expressing your emotions. This one hits me the hardest. Hard time saying no. And it's a lot of people listening that have a hard time saying no. That's actually considered a part of codependency. It does not mean that you are codependent. That just means you may have a trait that could possibly mean you have some codependent tendencies. For me, saying no hurts my feelings. And that's to anybody. Whether we're together, whether we're friends, family members, it's hard for me to say no because I always want everybody to be happy. That is part of me, I guess, being superwoman, wanting to save the world and wanting everybody to be okay all the time, wanting to say yes and wanting to please everybody. That's where my codependency codependency kicks in. This word is kicking my ass, (laughs) y'all. That's where my codependency kicks in because I don't really know how to say no. I can say no, and I've said no before, but nine times out of 10, when I say no, I go back and I do it anyway because I I just don't know how to say no. And this is another one. Ladies, I'm sorry. We do this a lot. We tend to have some real strong emotions even over the smallest incidents. And I say ladies because I know we do it a lot. And when I say we, I do it. I'm not going to say a lot, but I do it more than I should. Um, 
fellas, that don't leave y'all off the hook because I know some of y'all act a pure fool over the smallest things. But us women, who child? <clears throat> On top of being emotional, our, our reaction sometimes gets the best of us. But did you know that overreacting or having strong reactions to small incidents is a trait of being codependent? I had no idea. And when I researched it, I was like, ooh, damn. I may be a little more codependent than I thought. And a lot of people seem to think that you can't be independent and codependent. And I say a lot of people, and I'm specifically talking to the ladies on this one because we have this mindset like I'm independent I don't need this I don't need that I don't need you to do xyz however you can be independent and codependent there's a plus and a negative to being codependent and I think I want to expand on that but not just yet I feel like that's another topic so I'll come back to that but like I said in the beginning of the episode I really wanted to just touch on this topic because there's a lot of miscommunication misunderstanding when it comes to codependency and being dependent on somebody else. Um, You can be codependent to the point where you stay in a relationship that you have no business being in, whether it is you're dealing with any type of abuse or You're being manipulated. You are being lied to daily. You are being cheated on constantly. But you stay because you need that extra body there. Like you don't know what you'll do without it. We've all been there. Staying somewhere too long. Um, We think that By staying, it proves how much we love this person when in reality, it's showing this person that you depend on them. Like you can't be without them. You don't know how to exist without them. Now, that particular aspect of codependency is a mother. I 
I've been there um, years ago. Matter of fact, yeah, years ago. Matter of fact, the relationship um, I shared with you guys about the domestic violence, I was there to a certain extent. It wasn't so much that I felt like I couldn't exist without him. I didn't know how to, so I was afraid. And I had gotten so used to having somebody there, like having that extra body. I was dependent on having the body be there versus being strong enough to to walk away. And that happens like that with friends. I've held on to friends way longer than I should have. Um, Because I was dependent on having this friend because we had been friends for so long. But if the relationship isn't good, there's no point of depending on that relationship. And as I said, codependency can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing. But this particular episode, I kind of wanted to share one, what it was so that everybody has a clear understanding of what it means to be codependent. Um, Two, now that you know what it is, you kind of like reevaluate. Are you being codependent or are you codependent in a negative aspect? Um, And then three, I just kind of wanted to share what the symptoms were, like what to look for. Because like I said, a lot of us don't know. A lot of us have no clue that these symptoms are tied to codependency. Um, And it is, believe it or not, not a mental illness. It is not considered a disorder, but it kind of teeters that line between the two. Um, and like I said, the research that I've done, there's negative, there's a positive there. Um, it's like a happy medium, I guess you can call it. And then there's what everybody else thinks. Like a lot of people tend to think that when you are codependent, it relates to finances. Um, For an example, you can be in a relationship, man and a woman, um, woman, woman, man, man, whatever floats your boat. But you're in a relationship and you are with someone who pays all the bills. And you don't necessarily have to pay anything. You become dependent on this person paying all the bills. You kind of slack off in a sense. So codependency, it, there's a range of it. It's a, a nice little range. And I just wanted to talk about a little bit. Uh, but I got a feeling this is going to be like a two, maybe three-parter. 
I'm gonna try not to stretch it to three parts, but this was way more than what I could talk about in just a half an hour, but it intrigued me and I like talking to y'all. So I just wanted to like give y'all a little bit and see what you guys thought about it. So that being said, I'll be back next week.